Hey, good morning. A funny story was shared by Philip in our Telegram chat just a few days ago about a few people who were uh, hired by a large corporation in America as software developers. But in reality, they were not developers at all. They didn't know anything about programming. But they were hired, they got the contract, they got good job positions, and then they found some freelancers remotely and they outsourced their work from the main office to those freelancers. They basically shared their screen to people working remotely and let those programmers do the job for them. A few things are interesting in this story. First of all is why the company actually needed people in the office, if it was possible, to do the same work remotely. Second is how the management was so stupid and weak and incompetent not to catch that situation and not to realize what's going on. But the most interesting question is how those people were able to pass the interviews and get the job of a software developer not understanding anything about programming. The article says that they managed to pass so-called fake interviews. When you are being interviewed remotely in some Skype call and you pretend to be a programmer, you most likely give the answers checking on Google and looking like a software developer and then you get a contract. So those fake interviews is the main concern in that story. I believe that the majority of technical interviews are more or less fake. And I stopped doing technical interviews many years ago. I don't interview people on Skype calls. I don't ask them technical questions. I don't check how good or bad programmers they are. I don't do it at all. Even though I hire many people every year, every month to my company, to projects where I work in, in many situations. So what do I do instead? I believe that the right way is to let the market interview the candidate, not me, an interviewer, because I'm not so competent and I'm not so smart to ask all the necessary questions I have to ask for the interviewer. Instead, I want to let the market do that job. If I'm a project manager, an architect, I need you to work with us in our project, then you're coming to me from some place, from some previous experience, from some market. I want that experience to be demonstrated to me and confirmed by the market. I want the market to vouch for you instead of me doing the hard job and asking all the questions in the interview and most probably failing to ask all the necessary questions. So what do I mean by market interviewing you? Five things basically. First of all, it's your open source history. It's your GitHub account. If you manage to do a lot of software projects before on open source arena, if you have some frameworks, if you have some contribution to existing projects, if people on the open source arena, GitHub users, vouch for you by their GitHub stars, by their pull requests, by their issues, by actually using your stuff, which you managed to create before, that tells me that you're a good programmer. I don't need to interview you again. I don't need to ask all the questions. I just see that people who worked with you, that people who are on the market actually vouch for you and actually confirm to me that you're a good developer. If you have no GitHub history, it tells me that you're not a senior developer. The second one is your Stack Overflow account. If I see that you have a good history there and you have a big reputation on Stack Overflow, it tells me that you managed to uh, communicate with the community in the right way, in a successful way. So you know how to ask questions, you know how to answer questions, you know how to deal with random people, strangers who need some help, and you can get help for yourself. The next one is certifications. If you claim to be a professional, say, Java developer, then I want to see your Oracle certification. I want to see that some company in their certification center confirmed your knowledge in a very sophisticated, complex, two hours test. 
they asked you a few hundred questions already and you gave the right answers. I don't need to interview you over Skype and ask you the same questions. I know that you managed to pass all this complex exam in a certification center and I trust them more or less. The next one is your uh, experience of being at conferences and delivering your ideas to public audience, like speaking at meetups, for example, or local community groups. I wanna see that you manage to get there, you manage to present your ideas, you manage to prepare your thoughts, you manage to speak in front of the audience. That tells me that you're a senior developer. And I don't buy excuses like people saying sometimes, I'm not a public person, I'm not good in dealing with the audience, I'm just a programmer. I don't believe that. If you're a senior developer, you have to know how to deliver your ideas, your thoughts to many people in front of you. If you can't do that, you will not be actually helpful in the team which I'm hiring you into. And the last one, your blogging experience, your experience of delivering your thoughts online in writing blogs and maybe recording the video like this one, in publishing articles or maybe even books in explaining to people around you, to the community, to the market, what do you have in mind? If you have something in mind and if you manage to explain it properly and people commented to your thoughts and I see that your blog is full of visitors and full of comments, it tells me that you are senior enough. But if you didn't have ideas or you didn't want to explain them to people around you, that tells me that the community is not ready to vouch for you. The community is not ready to confirm to me that you are a good programmer. So five things that what we pay attention to in Xerocracy when we get people on board. We don't do interviews at all. We don't make any calls. That's why we don't have fake interviews, because we don't have interviews at all. You should do the same. Stop interviewing programmers. Instead, pay attention to the information the market delivers to you about those programmers. That will be way more effective and that will be way more respectful to the programmers who come on board. They will see that your requirements are objective and anyone can pass them if they do the homework right. So the interviews will not be about being liked by the interviewer, but about getting the homework right and preparing yourself right and making sure that the market confirms that you're a good programmer. That's what I wanted to say about fake interviews. Philip, thanks again for sharing the story on Reddit. You can find it below. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned. Bye-bye.